the college basketball experience, big East conference preview for 2023, 24 on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by game time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use the promo code CFBX on your first purchase to save $20. Once again, download that game time app. Use that promo code CFBX. Rasa brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has uh, just added Pick'em Scorchers, where you can win a hundred times the amount of money you enter. That's right. Turn five dollars into five hundred in just one game. Plus, every single Sunday they're giving away a hundred thousand dollars. What? Unbelievable. Use the promo code SGPN and Underdog Fantasy for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to a hundred dollars. And finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform. Uh, you know, for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app uh, or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get fifty percent off your first month and start making smarter bets today, people. What's up, everybody? This is Cameron Krog from Loyola Chicago Ramblers, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Shout out to the Broad Stop. Thank you, guys. Can't speak highly enough about the Big East Conference. I uh, I grew up in uh, Georgetown country slash Maryland country, so it was really ACC, Big East, nonstop, awesome college basketball. The epitome of great college basketball, from environments to just coaches to to players, everything about it is just fantastic. And look, we're gonna break it down. It's gonna be another fun fucking year. If you're probably wondering who the hell you're listening to, and that's fair. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. When Dundee happened, Oof. he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Uh, would have killed a normal man, but now uh, no, that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. And you're nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're going to pay for it. Good night. Oh, buddy, it is here. Shout out to Cousin Mush. He says he's going to be at the Friars Horrors game in Providence where you know the animosity is sky high. Gazette Cooley. Said, I'm out of here. I'm heading to Washington, D.C. John Thompson's an idol. They're offering a shit ton of money, and the weather might be a little bit better. I don't know if too much better, but a little bit better. <laughs> oh, we got drama. We got high drama in the Big East Conference this year. It's going to be fantastic. Shout out to Kyle Cooper as well in the chat. Feel free, folks. You can watch it along. We're breaking out every single conference. The college, uh, essentially, go to youtube.com/slash the college experience. You'll see us break down all 31 college basketball conferences as the season tips on uh, on what November 6th. 
and I'm just watching my Western Kentucky Hilltoppers, who I bet a large amount of money on, beat the piss out of La Tech in college football. Subscribe to the college football experience as well. But here we are talking college hoops. Big East, obviously, reigning national champions uh, reside in this conference. Uh, I am joined by my co-host. Um, this guy is a former former video coordinator for Bob Huggins and Frank Martin. Uh, he is the host of the Big Twelve. Uh, experience, which you should be subscribed to. He's also the, ho- the host of the Ryan in Russia, which I highly recommend. Give it up for Ryan McIntyre, AKA money line Mac. How you doing brother? I'm doing good, man. You know, I I'm a big 12 guy, but originally I was a big East guy because the Mountaineers grew up watching the Mountaineers when, when in the big East in 2010, no better conference tournament than the big East tournament at the garden, which we love to watch every single year. I love this league. Love the coaches. This is a league that you don't even really have to prepare for because you already know these teams so well, uh, even headed into the year. Yeah. Yeah. I've never prepared for anything in my life. So, um, yeah. <laughs> I know you it, haven't. <laughs> yeah. I have not. I just, I'm just drinking and just, I just get pushed <laughs> into it. Um, uh, I'm excited to talk. I really am because there's so many great storylines heading into this season. And uh, we are also joined by. Third man in the booth, the host of the college baseball experience, and the man behind the scenes. I'm talking about. Oh, look at that! He's stuffing at home. Running line, Mac. White man can jump. Yeah, I still question that. But uh, here, let me switch over to this. Uh, give it up for Noah Beanick. How you doing, brother? How's it going, guys? And, and Mac, I, I feel like you're that drummer for the band that comes into town for concert. Yeah. You just told the ACC that you grew up watching the ACC because you lived on the East Coast, and now you just told the Big East fans <laughs> that you were a Big East fan because you grew up watching West Virginia. Make up well, I like college yeah. basketball. I know we all yeah. love college. He's the he's the opening this- act. He's the opening act that that comes back every Friday and says uh, to the to the headliner, you know, you're my favorite musician of all time. Correct. Correct. You know? I, love, I love you, Pat. 12. I grew up watching you on the Pac 12 <laughs> network. Not yeah. We we all love college basketball, and this conference is a basketball first conference, and that's yep. why I love it the most. Yep. Oh, it is a basketball first conference, yep. but I will make a strong point that they need to go all in on football. <laughs> I'm being dead fucking serious. I know right? you are. You yeah. Are. UConn, <laughs> I think UConn could be a powerhouse in football. I know people laugh at that. But you know, people laughed. Boise State was a community college in the 1970s. All right, look at them now. We can go one by one. UCF was in in the MAC, uh, in the CUSA. You know, I think it's completely realistic that UConn can be really good in football. And uh, as much as they're a basketball school, and probably always will be a basketball school, much like Duke and Kansas. Put your money there, Georgetown football. I'm watching you. I'm watching you, man. You guys are playing good ball. Invest more in football. Let's go. You're seeing all this change happen in college athletics. And a lot of it is because of the football money that's behind it. So I think you want to get hip. I know Xavier was talking about starting a football program. What the fuck get going. All right. Butler throw more money into that thing. Now we love Hinkle Fieldhouse. We love everything. Like I said, college basketball to me and college football, they're like equal. If anything, I might even like college basketball more because of their postseason. But uh, I do think you're a fool if you're not throwing money into football because you could really end up I, like this, the, the, the state of things I, they're talking about, I, there's speculation that, uh, you know, five, six years from now that, that the, the sec and the big 10 could jump away from the NCA. Well, if that happens, what happens to the tournament? Yeah. 
You know, like so yeah. I do think you guys need to take football seriously. Um, but yes, I do like uh, you know. I, that's a scary thought, man. That's actually a really scary thought to think. You already see what's happening to Washington State and Oregon State. You talk about, you know, and that's one of Brett Yormark's uh, approaches with the Big Twelve is that if he grabs a big bunch of these teams and they're playing high, you know, big time basketball, you can't take away the Big Ten and SEC because he holds too many blue bloods. That's why he was interested in UConn and maybe UConn. I know Big East fans will say we want UConn, and I agree. UConn fits well in the Big East, but I also know the writings on the wall with, with the way football has just changed the whole fucking realignment. It's uh, it's something that is, 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 is terrible for the most part, but uh, you know, I don't like seeing, you know, Rutgers take on UCLA. I want to see, no. <laughs> I want to see UCLA play Arizona. Damn it. You know what I mean? Or Arizona state or whoever, but um, that's the world we live in right now. So um, let's get to this. But before we get to this, Want to tell you that the college basketball experience, Big East season preview, is brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be that stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater that is near you. Uh, and with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee, which is fantastic, uh, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you'll be having at the very event. Um, look, the Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. In fact, if you find tickets in the same section in a row for less game time, will credit you 110% of the difference. So download the game time app, create an account, use that promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase, snag the tickets without the stress people. Once again, terms apply, create that account, redeeming code CFBX for $20 off download the game time app. Last bit of tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data that tell you that Johnny Bench used to hit dingers for the fucking Reds back in the day. All right, they're gonna go, they're gonna dive deep for you. So stop betting in the dark. And join over 30,000 users researching Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use the promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start research and start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, we are back on the college basketball experience, and we go alphabetically to preview these things. At the end, we'll give out, uh, we'll give out, uh, you know, our order. And uh, yeah. Andrew, Andrew, Rob, checking in in the chat. Yeah, fuck the Redskins. They're they're terrible right now. The Redskins getting beat by the uh, by the Bears. Yeah, I see you got the shirt on. And uh, hey, I, we're going down to ship and watching it for years, Andrew. Right? So we'll we'll stick it out. Uh, but yeah, I'm glad we have a show tonight, so I don't have to watch that second half uh, undivided. The attention. second that Dick Butkus died, I was like, oh. Like I know yeah. he died. I know he had to die before the Bears built the dome, but yeah. uh, <laughs> I I just knew. Damn! Right before the game, he died. The Bears were going to win, and my bet oh. was going to be cooked. Because um, I didn't. I should have. I should have bet the other side to cover my ass because I knew the tragic magic scenario there. But it's too late. I was busy recording, and now here we are. But uh, folks, check out the NFL Gambling Podcast with Mac. He's also on that too, as well as the Sports Gambling Podcast. Uh, let's jump on over. And uh, talk about the first team alphabetically in the amazing Big East Conference. And 
team that I ate shit on last year. I was high. Now I still am convinced that mod is the answer. I think, I think he's the answer at Butler, but the personnel he had a season ago, I know he, he was not fond. I think everybody left because he was not fond of the shoot first mentality that his team had. He was outspoken about this in the off season, but uh, yeah, Manny Bates, who I was once thought he was a stud. I mean, he's gone. Chuck Harris gone. What do you go? SMU. I think Eric Hunter, the Purdue transfer gone. Simus uh, Lacocious gone. Jaden Taylor gone. Every, like a, a lot of key pieces are gone. Shout out to Ryan Hasty in the chat. He goes, Biggie's basketball every Saturday growing up as a kid. Me too, man. I mean, not even every Saturday, like every opportunity. I grew up in a household of only, like, I uh, I didn't have any sisters, so it was just sports 24 7, 24 7, football, basketball, baseball. Um, but yeah, the Big East, the college basketball were a big chunk of it. But I mean, this this is a team though. Fourteen and eighteen a season ago, six and fourteen in the Big East. I know they were injured all the time. Ali Ali is another yeah. one that that is a, that, that that bounced out. I think it went back to Akron. Um, they were just a mess. This is one of the best places in America to catch a basketball game. I highly recommend it. Hinkle Fieldhouse, where they shot the movie Hoosiers. Uh, it's also the real location of where the game was played. Um, <laughs> Kyle Cooper. Uh, in the chat, cracking us up. You can watch this folks, youtube.com slash the college experience. Uh, so they bring back Jalen Thomas, the former Georgia state transfer. And he is a stud. Uh, I, I know he struggled last year, but I really liked him at Georgia state. I think he's going, he's going into a uh, year five. I think, I think he can be much better this year than last year. I think the team can be going out and getting some key transfers and also bringing in some freshmen that I like, but the transfer uh, Posh Alexander, who I, I was shocked that Patino did not try to retain him. I thought if there was one guy that played Patino ball yeah. on the, on the team, I thought it was Posh Alexander. So seeing, uh, seeing him being shown the door and then landing in conference, a uh, huge get for Butler. Also DJ Davis comes in from UC Irvine. I went down to Irvine to catch the ant eaters play last year. That guy could shoot from half court. Um, they also bring in Pierre Brooks, the second from Michigan State, and Tom Izzo. Also, Jamal Telfort from uh, Northeastern. Uh, Northeastern keeps a decent program there. Landon Moore coming in from St. Francis, PA, and also Andre Screen uh, from Bucknell. Uh, they also bring in uh, freshman Finley Bizjack. Great name. Um, okay. I don't want to, I got to be very fragile with uh, the way that I. <laughs> the way that I give analysis to Butler this year and project how their season is going to go. I do think this team will be better. I think they will be better defensively. I think they will be more unselfish. Basketball is a, a more complex sport than I think people think you can't just have a bunch of people that want to shoot the ball. You got to be willing to share and just play smart ball. And I feel like this team's Go just naturally. You can't get like they played like they were injured a lot, and maybe that mm-hmm. affected continuity. But they also played like there was zero team element to me from last year. Uh, Mac, what do you make on Butler? Because I I just think by default they're going to be a lot better this year. Now, I'm not calling for them to be the surprise team like I did last year. I ate a <laughs> big old bag of shit on that uh, projection. Uh, but what do you make at Dad Mata in year two in Indianapolis there? Uh, so it, kind of a common theme with, with all our shows and all these previews, 
I trust the culture and, and the coach here. I like Thad Mata. He's won at Butler before. He coached there in 2000. They went 24 and 8 his one year before going over to Xavier and Ohio State. I got to think he's going to turn this thing around. Um, like you said, they were really injured, had some bad luck. I was, I was higher on them in the preseason as well. I didn't think they'd go six and 14. I think they'd take a step this year. I'm thinking this could be an NIT team, but it's going to take a minute to mesh all these new pieces. Kind of like everybody in this league. The problem for Butler is there. <laughs> the, the teams in front of them are going to be really, really fucking good again. Yeah. That's the problem. It's like the big 12, like big East and big 12. Like these, these leagues are just so deep and good. They, you know what they need to do to me? That's key. And they weren't doing it last year. They need to defend Hinkle. That should be, yes. that should be a place where even when the biggest, baddest teams in the, in the big East come in should be, uh, they should be a bit terrified of saying, oh, I don't know if we can get a dub there. That's what it used to be. They need to get it back to that. Dad Mud, I know that's his alma mater. Maybe he can get it back to it. Uh, Noah, what's your take on the Butler Bulldogs? So yeah, last year was a disaster, and pretty much our whole team ate shit on them. Um, but then there's a mass exodus, like you mentioned. It's probably addition by subtraction, as that group was never really all healthy at the same time, and they really just didn't gel when they were healthy. So uh, Thad Mata's roster this year, it's not sexy on paper to me, but I think that might fit his coaching chops better. Uh, the projected starting five is experienced, but unproven and the depth pieces are young. So I think this is a good foundation for the actual start of the rebuild here at Butler. Matt's goal should be uh, win a handful of games in the loaded big East, retain as many of these players for next year, and then try to go 500 in the conference. So you think there's no way they're dancing, right? No. Cause that modest teams normally, this is a very I tough know. league. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I can't see them finishing in like the top seven. I, I, I feel like they're an eight, nine team in this, in this league. I'm not going to rule best. it out because I, I think that yeah. is an underrated head coach. Yeah. I know last year it didn't work out, but the, the, uh, not only was the continuity bad, I, the injuries, man, they were a beat up team yeah. last year. Yeah. Nonstop. Um, I don't Colby, know. would you consider the NIT a successful year two from where they came from? A good, step? I would, I would, I would, yeah. I really would. Um, but especially you know, they bring everybody back the next year, which is well, a not Thomas, but yeah, college basketball. yeah, not yeah. Thomas. Cause he's yeah. a fifth year senior, but yeah, actually yeah. they lose a couple guys, man. Uh, maybe they get a waiver. I don't know with all that COVID shit, but um, I don't know. Now let's talk about, let's push it over and talk about the reigning champs. Oh man. I, I, I ate a big old bag of shit on this one too, man. I thought Dan Hurley hadn't proven it to me in the tournament. Oh man. What a fucking run. And they're just loading up, man. Can I talk about this too? Like I was so sold on this team in the preseason. They were my big East preseason prediction to win it. I said it on a couple of big East team previews that no, I, I think we on. argued think it. Me and you argued it yeah. on Providence. I think you laughed them off it. <laughs> yes. I, I had UConn winning the big East. They shit themselves in January coming forth yeah. and I'm, I'm off of them for March Me and too. they go on the huge run. Just so we knew they had the talent though. Like if yes. you, I, I said like this roster's talented enough to win it all, but I was just, I was your like, argument was like, just put a different coach on the sideline. This team is a national I, champion. I, look, I thought Hurley actually <laughs> underachieved at Rhode Island, believe it or not. 
right? Like some of those years, not now he got the program to be much more talented. I'll give him credit there, but I was thoroughly impressed with Dan Hurley. And look, this is the thing when we're just a couple of idiots talking sports, the, be- the yeah. beauty of the world <laughs> is, is that they can prove you wrong and tell you to shut the fuck up. And that's exactly what Dan Hurley did to me. And I was com- <laughs> completely impressed with his adjustments uh, in the, in the NCAA tournament. And also the way the creative ways he got certain people, the ball, I was just taking, I was taking back he, all the credit in the world to Dan Hurley. And uh, look, uh-huh. you're the best. I'm the worst. And uh, let's, let's, let's own it. Um, now gone is Sonogo. Gone is Hawkins, Jordan Hawkins. Gone is Jackson, Andre Jackson. Gone is Calcaterra and Naheem Aline, the Virginia Tech transfer. But they do bring back someone that we know. He's got championship DNA because he lived in Greenville, North Carolina for a little bit. Tristan Newton He's is back. another reason why you were down on this. Yeah, team. I was bitter. That's another. Re- it was a. Per- it was personal. I was like, why can't you stay at ECU? Win a championship there. All right. Uh, he went to UConn. Won a natty. I still think he he. You know, he's not seeing it now, but 20 years from now, he might say, you know what? I should have stayed in Greenville. Uh, maybe. Um, they uh, they also bring back uh, Alex Caravan, who's f- emerging. Before our eyes last year, same with yes. Donovan Klingon. Uh, I mean Hassan Daria, the another Virginia Tech transfer. They're all back, and I know they're super excited about. Uh, well, they went and got Cam Spencer from Rutgers, which I think is a good addition. And then the freshman Stefan Castle coming in that everyone's talking about. You also got Han Solo Ball coming in. Uh, Jalen Stewart, Jaden Ross, Yusef Singare. I mean, they're fucking, they're going to be loaded. You got to take them again. Unfortunately, I feel like they're going to be in contention to be, you have to have them in your top three. I would think you probably have to have them at number one, but uh, talk to me about the Huskies there, Mac. So ironically though, the year after UConn's won their national championships, They've actually taken a step back, a big step back. They've never made it past the first weekend in March. I I think they're going to get back to the dance, but I don't think they're going to repeat. I, I mean, I don't think that's a bold take to, uh, to have. I do love uh, the, the Klingon in the middle. I kept saying, I think Klingon's actually better than Sonogo. And if Sonogo kind of hit a wall there in February, I was like, Hurley needs to just bench Sonogo and play Klingon. And I, I could see Klingon making a Zach Eady type leap, but he just got hurt. Um, very talented roster. Like you said, Dan Hurley shut everybody up. That was a doubter. It'll be interesting to see now that they've won it, how they respond with the target on their back. Cause they were, they were as hungry as hell going into March last year and uh, to prove everybody wrong and shut everybody up, including ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Uh, yep. You know what I love about the biggest too, is their home environments. You know, the UConn fans yes. showing out for those games are awesome. Uh, Noah, what do you make of the Huskies there in stores, Connecticut? Yeah, you have to love the experience that they bring back in this backcourt. Uh, Redshirt senior and Tristan Newton. He, <clears throat> hopefully, he'll be more consistent this year um, as they lost a couple of pieces from last year's team. And I'm with you, Colby. Getting Cam Spencer out of the port- portal from a Rutgers team 
is a great get because the Scarlet Knights were a slow-paced offense that ran their offense through Cliff Amori in the center. Um, but Spencer shot 43% from three and averaged mm. 13 points per game. This was a Rutgers team that, I mean, I, I didn't uh, look it up, but what they averaged 55 points a game. So yeah, yeah. At, at times last year, you could argue that Donovan Klingon was better than Adama Sanogo. Um, so hopefully the minor foot injury for Klingon uh, doesn't linger throughout the year. Cause uh, that's something that could be the Achilles heel of big men uh, foot injuries throughout the season. So uh, if that's the case, uh, those three are certainly glued to a very, very solid starting five. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this team's going to be loaded. I mean, wait, so would you guys put them as the preseason favorite? I know we got to get to our rankings, but I feel like they got to be top three, right? Yeah. I think by default, but I mean, I think people forget they finished fourth in the regular season. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Which yeah. is hilarious. Shows how good the big East was. It, yeah. Oh, it's good again this year too. Yeah. I'm going right. to, I'm going to hold, I'm going to hold my, uh, my spot for UConn until the end. Yeah. All right. Oh, that, that sounds oh, compelling. That's a good, he's got good them tease. at last. He's got them in last <laughs> folks. He's got uh, a last year. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get over and talk about the team in Omaha, Nebraska, the Creighton blue Jays, uh, 24 and 13, a year ago, 14 and six in the big East, Greg McDermott doing a great job, but damn if the Damn if they didn't get hit by the portal a little bit with uh Coloma and, and Nebhard both leaving Sharif Mitchell as well. But uh, those two losses pretty substantial. Now they did bring in Steven Ashworth from Utah state. He was very good at Utah state average, like 16 points a game there. Also Isaac Truat Truat from, uh, from Virginia. How do I pronounce that? Truat Truat, right? Isn't that how the, yes. the way that's pronounced? Uh, I know Patty C was upset about losing him. He's a Wahoo fan. Also, Jonathan Lawson coming in from the Memphis Tigers. Um, I think he's still waiting on a waiver, but uh, they they're going to be pretty fucking good because Baylor Shireman's back, Trey Alexander's back, and and Ryan Cockbrenner and, and Mason Miller. Remember, they lost in heartbreaking style la- last year. I know they're still. I, I think I saw it on Twitter in the past month. Some fans still disgusted about that call yeah. against the Aztecs, um, and right, and perhaps rightfully so. But um, I mean, this is a Tough team member in a basketball game. Yeah, yeah, they still have Francisco Farabello, uh, Frederick King on the bench. Those guys played some solid minutes a year ago. They got a lot of freshmen. I know they're excited about Sterling Knox and Brock Vice. Um. I I do think though those ne- the Nebhard Kaluma hit. I think they're going to be good, but I'm going to go ahead and say this team might be a little worse than a year ago. Uh, Mac, your thoughts on Creighton? Uh, I I love this team. I I think the pieces are going to fit. Um, I I also I I don't know why Kaluma left. I really don't understand why these guys like you just went to the Elite Eight. You're you're a second away from going to the Final Four. What do you want to get in the transfer portal? Yeah. But I I love taking teams the following year after losing a heartbreak one game away from uh from Did, getting to the Final Four in a game they should have won. Let me ask you something though. I think this team is less athletic. I agree. And that's my fear. That's my fear is like, yeah, some of the guys they got in the portal and freshmen coming in, I think are good, but I think this team is not as athletic as they were a year ago. And I think that's been a thing that's cost Creighton over the years 
They've had some really good scoring teams, but they lacked athleticism. And I feel like that might haunt them again. Don't get me wrong. They're still going to be a good team. I just think uh, that those portal losses were substantial. Noah, what do you make of the blue Jays? Mac, were you done real quick? Oh, I'm sorry. No, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, kind of. I mean, I kind you kind of. I handed that where I was going. I, I, I love this team. I think the guys like Shireman, um, Alexander, and Kalkbrenner. I mean, we saw when Kalkbrenner went out in November how much they struggled. I, I just think that they. It's a bunch of guys that have won big games in March, and they're going to be right back in the thick of things. And I love McDermott. I think he's a good coach. Noah, your thoughts. My response to the athleticism concern is that's not my number one concern with this team. I actually, the the depth is the number one concern on this team for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you can substitute athleticism for a couple of these guys are really good at handling the ball and they're all great distributors. So um, I, I fell in love with this team in late January last year when I realized, holy shit, Ryan Kalkbrenner means a ton to this team when he's on the floor. Yeah, they lose animal. five of eight games when he's not playing. Um, and then when he comes back and he's healthy, they go on an absolute roll to finish the year. Um, the quartet of Ashworth, Trey Alexander, Baylor Shireman, and Ryan Kalkbrenner, um, I think is a very hard group to beat. Those four guys all averaged 32 minutes or more per game last year. So that's going to um, subsidize the maybe um, the disadvantage of not having much depth. They all averaged 12 or more points per game last year. They're all active rebounders. Ashworth, Alexander, and Shireman all had uh, good assist uh, to turnover ratios last year. Once again, it'll be a short bench for McDermott this year. And if the injuries are there, they may be in trouble again. Otherwise, I'd be confident in them winning the Big East. Wow. See, I think the, yeah, I mean, I'm still, I still think they're like a tournament team and stuff, but I think the athleticism is going to catch them this year. Um, and, and obviously Cockbrenner's health has always been a concern. Um, but yes, yeah. you make a good point with the depth. It's going to be fun to watch uh, regardless. And maybe I look like a fool on this play too. I mean, I, like I said, I don't think they're terrible. I think they're a tournament caliber team, but I, I thought those portal losses were pretty substantial. Um, a lot of these big East teams, you really have to nitpick at a couple of things that you don't like to knock them down the pecking order. I mean, yeah. this is a legit yeah. conference. Yeah. Very yeah, true. Eight, eight. Hey Colby, do you think they're flying under the radar a little bit compared to last year? Last year they had some expectation, or last two years. I mean, that, with, that's with UConn fair. winning it with UConn winning it last year. That's fair. Winning the regular season. Okay. That's fair, and they they have an awesome home court environment. It's that far trip Ooh. that is always yeah. one of the one of the sneaky like. Wait, we're going where? <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> um, Omaha. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I didn't know Crate was in Nebraska. That's what the players are thinking. Um, Anyway, let's jump on over and talk about the blue demons of DePaul, Tony Stubblefield, year three. Man, I don't know about you, but over the past two years, I know the wins aren't there, and that could lead to him getting fired. I feel like his teams have been more chippy. These these DePaul teams have been more chippy than like the previous coaches. Now, I know they're still not getting the wins. And you got it's yeah. a results world. You got to get the wins, but I felt like there were certain games where you're just like they had heartbreak. They would lose in heartbreaking style over the past two years, where it's like, are they going to pull it off? Oh no, they lost it again. Uh, Umaja Gibson's gone. Javon Johnson's gone. Nick Ajenga, uh, uh, uh is gone as well. Aurel Penn gone. Filman uh, Gebrit 
and you're an a, I remember him uh, gone. That's a lot of fucking production. I mean, that is a lot of production gone. You're talking, you know, that is what, like 60 points of production gone from a year ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, and knowing DePaul, they probably only scored like 64 points a game. So it's like, that's your whole team basically gone. Now, last year, I know Caleb Murphy got injured early on. He is back. Uh, they're going to need him. Uh, they went out in the portal and brought in some pieces. Chico Carter coming in from uh, South Carolina, Elijah Fisher from Texas Tech, Jeremiah Odin from Wyoming. Mac ETN from UCLA, Jaden Henley from the Gophers of Minnesota. Uh, also Keandre young from Triton college. And they have uh Dromaine Kamara that they're excited about as well. A freshman coming in as well as Churchill, a boss. Um, I mean, this is a clear cut worst team in the big East this year. Last year was their year to, to like, to, yeah. to, to get up and surprise. And like I said, they were kind of chippy. Stubblefield, enjoy that fucking money, man. I think you, I, I, I mean, it's tough. It's a tough job. Um, I mean, you're in Chicago though, and you have a shit ton of talent. You should be able to sell Chicago to kids. I got them dead last. I'm being honest. I, I don't see how you don't, how you can't have them dead last. I mean, the, the problem for them too, the teams that were in the basement with them, St. John's and uh, Georgetown. Well, Georgetown went and hired Ed Cooley from uh, Providence and St. John's hired a hall of famer, Rick Pitino. So they're no longer going to be in the basement. Probably. I don't see how they don't finish last, especially if we think Butler takes a little bit of a step. Like you said, man, this is, it's DePaul's a tough job. It's and this league is not doing them any favors. Uh, I got him last as well. It's a tough job, but the right man can yeah. ignite this. Go back and look at yeah. the history of DePaul basketball back in the eighties, mid nineties, seventies. Yeah. They, yep. they were a, a good program. Um, Noah, your thoughts on the blue demons. To be quite honest, I agreed with you, Colby. I liked this DePaul team last year. The duo of Moja Gibson and Javon Johnson was one of the best in the league. And the blue, De- uh, blue demons only won three games in the big East last year. Like Max said, the basement gets better. A lot of experienced power five, uh, but unproven players enter the fold this year for Tony Stubblefield in his third season. And I'm just not sold uh, that this situation gets any better. The roster overall doesn't knock my socks off for me. This is a basement. Like I, it's a basement, like in the, in the big East, standings. It's a basement coach and a basement roster. And therefore I think you are in the basement. I think without a doubt this year, I just look at this and I go, oof. I don't know if they whiffed on some portal guys. I don't know what, but <laughs> they got their fucking work cut out for them. They really do. Let's skip on over and talk about the Georgetown Hoyas. I, I questioned the hire of Patrick Ewing when it happened. I thought it made no sense. Uh, you see these NBA guys that they just think that they could just come into college. St. John's did it with Chris Mullen. Uh, you've seen it over and over. I, I remember Drexler at Houston. I keep mentioning that there's been a bunch of these and they, I feel like they hardly ever work out. Hubert Davis is one that worked for year one, but you saw year two, they have some struggles. So we'll find out about Hubert there. <laughs> but at least, yeah. Yeah. But at least Hubert was an assistant at UNC for a while. So I feel like they understand the college game. Cause it's like, I've been explaining this here in the office. I feel like college and NBA 
have never been further apart with me being alive, at least like from, from the minute I was a college basketball fan of the late eighties, early nineties, the game's always been different than the NBA. But right now I find it to be just unbelievably different than the NBA. Like at the, the like it almost like if this was the nineties that it's just like, it's only gotten wider and wider and wider. It's almost like two different sports in a way. Um, I prefer this version. Oh, I mean, without a doubt, me, no doubt. I don't really watch the NBA much these days, but uh, look, Ed Cooley, oh, Georgetown needed this. And also, oh my God, the, the way he left and the way he would get fans excited there at Providence, this is must watch TV when they go play Providence or I just, we sports need this. People don't realize this. They think like when you have rivalries like this, where you have animosity at an all time high, the product is going to be better. The product will be better because of it. Um, now Georgetown had an unbelievably talented roster the past couple of years and Ewing was terrible. Horrible. Yeah, absolutely horrible. Primo Spears gone. Brandon Murray gone. Wahab gone. Uh, Bryson Mazone gone. Acock Acock gone. Jordan Riley gone. I mean, everybody is gone. And I guess who cares? You only won seven games. But uh, in Ed Cooley, he made his name, I felt like, at Providence by being very proactive and very smart in the transfer portal. Jaden Epps is coming in from Illinois. They have Jay Heath, the former Arizona state guard, which I like Epps and, and Heath. And then when you add in Dontrez styles coming in from North Carolina, I think they got something to build on. Also Ishmael Mossad from Kansas state who played really well via wake forest is fucking college basketball these days. Um, I think that's a nice get. He can pop jumpers. He's got a, 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 he's got, he's, he's a good player, man. I was surprised he left K state actually. And then they would go out and get Supreme cook from Fairfield and look here at the SGPN studios. That was one of our favorites watching Supreme cook cook oh, yeah. at Fairfield. Um, <laughs> they also brought in Rowan uh, Brumball from Texas. Uh, the Longhorns there. They, they return a couple other guys, Ryan Matumbo, the son of Dikembe and then uh, Wayne Bristol jr. Uh, they also are excited about freshman drew fielder. Um, they're going to be better just naturally just with, just with Ed Cooley being there. I believe Ed Cooley's a good coach and I believe he's going to get behind this fan base. Um, I'm not calling for them to be a tournament team this year, but it wouldn't shock me. They made a deep run. I, I, I mean, when I say deep run, meaning make the NCAA tournament, not a deep run in the NCAA tournament. Um, but I, I, I think uh, just getting up to around 500 is going to be a great win for them in year one, if they can do that. Um, and I'm not talking about in the conference. I'm talking about overall. So I'm curious your thoughts on the Hoyas because, you know, I grew up in the, in the DC area and I want them to be good. I think college basketball is better when Georgetown's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they still got their work cut out for them. Some Mac, your thoughts. So like Dion said at Colorado, if you're going to get Ed Cooley, get him now. He's going to build this the right way. Um, he Good portal additions, but they don't have the depth this year to challenge this top half of the Big East. I like, I love the hire. Perfect guy to lead Georgetown. thought the Ewing hire was a joke. I mean, I, I, the NBA route rarely ever works out. Um, but I, I, I look back at what Cooley did at, uh, at Providence. 
15 and 17 in year one, 19 and 15. I think you expect something along the lines of that around 500, maybe get to the NIT. Um, and year one would be a nice uh, year. Number one for the Ed Cooley era in Georgetown. I can't see them getting to the tournament in this league, but the future is very, very bright in the nation's capital for these Hoyas. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Noah, your thoughts. Maybe it's an exaggeration, but I thought it felt like Georgetown at the end of the year was kind of like, as said by Brad Pitt in the movie Moneyball, there are rich teams, there are poor teams, there are 50 piles of crap, and then there's us. Um, I'm not sure there's another head coach in the country that I'd rather have on my side attempting to rebuild this program than Ed Cooley. Um, and that's because he's already done it once before at Providence. I, I think it'll be baby steps this year. I think it's the middle of the road, middle of the uh, conference finish for Ed Cooley and Providence in year one, but I'm very high on the situation and I'm hoping for the best for Georgetown in the future years. It's still going to be a must watch to me for you, sure. You know, every night, especially night when in, they play out. Providence, Oh, when they play, that's like, <laughs> there's only like 10 games that preseason I'm just jotting down. Like obviously the Duke Carolinas, Duke Carolinas make it every year for me, and then also like Xavier Cincinnati, I'm always jotting down West Virginia Pitt. You know what I mean? Like there's certain games you sit there and say, oh, "When's this happening?" Arizona UCLA, and then you say, "Oh, oh, that's right, Georgetown yeah. Providence, sign me the fuck up." Um, can't wait for that. Uh, let's move along, but before we do that, I want to tell you that the college basketball experience Big East preview. Uh, is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Look, Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. Uh, look, Underdog has just introduced Scorchers. Go five for five and pick up Scorchers and enjoy a spicy 100, 100 times payout. And Underdog is matching 100% of the first deposits up to $100. They're giving away $100,000 every Sunday, folks. What are, you, what are you doing? All right. 10 lucky players will receive $10,000 each. Uh, an Underdog I like this weekend is the Washington State Cougars in the Rose Bowl. I think they are live cam ward. They've been a great story this year as they, they take on chip Kelly and the Bruins uh, look. So watch along, make picks and maybe make a little extra cash over on underdogs, mobile app or website underdogfantasy.com When you sign up with the promo code SGPN underdog will double your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. That's underdog fantasy promo code S G P N. All right, here we are back on the college basketball experience talking big East. I can't wait. And uh, one of the teams that I can't wait to see is the Marquette very golden Eagles because a start your football program B this could, I mean, I have been super impressed, super impressed with the shock of smart era. We ate shit on this one last year, man. (laughs) Yes. I looked at the team and I was like, no, they're not there yet. Shock of smart gets the most out. He's a fucking great coach. He's an absolutely great coach, and uh, what a great first two years, in my opinion. Uh, I know they lose uh, Prosper, but uh, they still just the, the future is bright. That was an incredibly young team a year ago. Um, you look at, at, at who's back: um, Tyler Kolick back, Cam Jones back. The guard play in general, you got to be in love with Stevie Mitchell, uh, David Joplin. Also the big man. Oso uh, Igardo. I don't know how to pronounce his fucking name again, but he was good. Um, uh, also on the bench, uh, chase Ross. Um, you got to like that. Sean Jones and Ben. I love gold. Um, 
as well as some four. four I, I know he likes these freshmen coming in too. You know, he's bringing in some uh, trade Norman uh, Lowry. I know they're excited about Caden Hamilton. Uh, Amadu. They're all, you know, excited about these guys. And I think he's built, you talked about Ed Cooley building it the right way. Shaka smarts proven. I mean, first off he was way ahead of schedule in the other seasons, but I think they're kind of building for this year, next year. And damn, I am kind of sold on them being an elite team in the big East this year. And I think, I think the big East better watch out for the golden Eagles this year. Mac, your thoughts on Marquette. Yeah. Like you said, uh, when we saw this new group come in last year, uh, we, we were skeptical and, and he kind of did it the opposite way. He didn't go the transfer portal route. He, he went with freshmen uh, the year before build them up. And then they, they, they came together as a team 17 and three won the big East uh, regular season title. And then if they just beat Michigan state, who knows how far they would have went. So another team that had some heartbreak in March, love this team. And I mean, it's good. It's hard to make a case for, um, them not to win the big East regular season again, because they have basically everybody back from a team that won it last year. So interested to see how they go from the Hunter to the hunted now, but I, I, I love Shaka and uh, Marquette perfect fit compared to where, where he was at Texas before. I would still say like UConn's probably going to be the hunted, Yeah, you know, yeah, like I, I, the, 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 the extreme hunted, but Marquette's definitely going to have a bullseye on their back after basically running through. I mean, they won the regular season and the tournament. Yeah. Yeah. It's super impressive, but you don't, you almost don't want to win the tournament. I feel like that know, was there. That's why they lost. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, Noah, your thoughts on the golden Eagles. Cause I, I, I just think this team's fantastic. You guys have kind of already hit the nail on the head here from, from me. I mean, everybody, but prosper returns from a big East regular season and tournament title team. Uh, a year ago. And I'm not sure how anybody could poke a hole in this roster. However, I mean, my only question is how far can Shaka smart take him? Uh, was VCU just a, a final four dream run or can Shaka dance that far once again? Um, but the potential for this squad is through the roof. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm watching this uh, Sam Houston Liberty game and uh, <laughs> it, 28 seconds left. Sam Houston live dog potential here. Um, but yeah, I completely agree. I completely yeah. agree. Um, I think, I think we, we didn't even give Tyler Kolek a ton of shine. I mean, he was the best player in the big East last year. It was, Oh, he was unbelievable. Yeah. And yeah. it was, and it was the best regular season coaching job uh, in the nation. Yeah. Now 100%. let's, let's jump over and talk about these Providence Friars. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> oh God. That ball was underthrown, man. Um, Kim English comes in from George Mason, obviously longtime Rick Barnes assistant, Ed Cooley off to Georgetown. They were 21 and 12 last year. One of the best things Kim English did though, was retain Bryce Hopkins and Devin Carter. I thought they were out the door. Great job by bringing them back. Uh, Kim English winning me over there. They also went out and brought in the George Mason trio, Josh Adoro, who was good at George Mason. Same with ticket gains and Justin Fernandez, uh, obviously stepping up from George Mason in the, uh, in the a 10 to the big East is, is, is tall order, but they do lose Ed Croswell, Noah Locke, Jared Bynum, a bunch of key players from a year ago. Uh, those guys are all gone. Um, man, I, I, I feel like Here's my thing. 
I wanted to see Kim English at Georgetown longer because they were inconsistent to me. At oh, George Mason. At, what did I say? Georgetown. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, George Mason is what I mean. We have we keep a close eye on George Mason hoops. They should start their football program too. And uh, <laughs> uh, no, I really do. I try I try to watch almost every George Mason game. They were completely like. Did he make the program way more talented instantly on the portal and recruiting? One hundred percent. But damn, if they were just up and down, it was a really hard team to get a gauge on. And uh, I think I I just don't know what to expect. Do I think the roster is pretty talented? I do, but I need to see it more. And obviously, we have a fade Rick Barnes thing in the NCAA tournament that we believe in. What do you th- what do you make of the hire, Mac? I'm curious, just in general, before you even talk Providence, what do you make of the hire? So, I mean, a very well respected in the coaching industry, a young mind, but I mean, I felt like he needed to show a little bit more George Mason. I would have liked to see him win maybe another year or two before you just get the keys to a place like Providence. But like you said, very connected in the DMV, very connected in the Northeast where Providence is located. So, I mean, maybe they're, maybe they're, uh, uh, they hired the next Shaka Smart for all we know. Yeah, I mean, he's no. thirty. He's thirty-four years old, and he's got thirty-four career wins. Is uh, the quote I'm looking at right now? So I got my questions, man. I mean, I, I mean, he's taken over a proud program, and and he's only thirty-four years old. No, look, and in he, a hard lake, and yes. he and he like I do think he was on the right track to making George Mason back to where they should be. Yes, but I thought it was like. Let's see him another year. I was surprised yes. Providence went after him. Obviously, I would take the job just like him came in English. That's the case. I remember him playing at Mizzou back in the day, but um, I'm a bit of a skeptic. Now, I do think, though, he has he's definitely made, he's definitely connected as far as knowing talent, like on the recruiting scene. I think he's a good, a great good hire. Yeah. 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 Um, Noah, your thoughts in general on, on the Friars? I'm all the way bought in on Bryce Hopkins dominating the big East. Once again, I also think that Devin Carter is the best defensive point guard in the big East with some room to grow in his offensive game. Cause Jared Bynum and Noah Locke have left Friartown. However, um, like you guys have mentioned, Kem English and his three Patriots are taking a huge step up from a bad a 10 to a damn good big East. It'll take some time for adjustment especially for Josh Duro. I'm quite concerned um, for him going up against some of these big East monsters down low. Uh, This team's ceiling, I think is no better than the fifth in the big East. And the floor is actually quite low. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're going to, it's going to be, it's going to be fascinating to watch. It's going to be fascinating to watch this because I I kind of, I want to see him continue. Like I said, I thought he should have been at Mason one more year before someone hired him, but it's not his fault for taking money. And, and maybe, maybe it's going to, it's going to be a fantastic hire perhaps. Also, um, who knows? Maybe he has another year like he did at George Mason, their fifth or sixth in the eight ten with a couple of injuries again. And he doesn't get that opportunity. I mean, yeah. I don't blame him for jumping on it. Of course, of course not. Uh, Let's let's keep the show going and let's jump on over and talk about the Seton Hall Pirates. I I saw I saw today Shaheen Holloway. Did you guys see that clip today? Saying he's got the best backcourt, the best set of guards in yeah, the entire I Big did East. See that. Yep, yep. Oh, I don't know about that, but I oh, like your team. Yeah, yeah, seventeen and sixteen a year ago, lost in the NIT first round. This is year two 
We obviously love what he did. Uh, I love the fact he's back at his alma mater. I lo- we love what he did at St. Peter's that run. I know we were all out in Vegas watching that. That was just fucking awesome. And uh, they lose uh, Tyrese Samuel in Defo who transferred over St. Peter's or with St. Peter's is gone. Uh, Femi uh, Odukale is gone. I don't know how to fucking say his fucking names, um, but he, he was good. Trey Jackson gone as well. They do return some key pieces. Kadari Richmond, who I'm a huge fan of Alamir dolls, the former Clemson tiger. They went out and got Dylan at from uh, St. John's. <laughs> He's a fucking stud. I think he had, you know, with the right coaching, I think uh, he can be a very good addition. Uh, they have Dre Davis and uh, they go out and also bring in uh, a, a few other transfers. The Austin P transfer, Elijah Hutchins, Everett, We'll see how that shakes out. He averaged double digits there with the governors. Uh, they also bring in Boise State transfer. Oh man, Sarike <laughs> Nganga. I don't fucking know, guys. Something right. like that. Yeah, Jaden Betakiko, Betiako. I think it is from Santa Clara. I think I watched him in Santa Clara. Uh, Jaquan Sanders is back. Um, there, there's a couple freshmen. I know they're excited about. I kind of buy into this team. This is an NCAA tournament team this year to me. This is an NCAA tournament. They're getting in this year, year two. They know his identity. They know what he wants. Year one. It's always tough breaking in that. You know, this is what I want to see from you. I'm buying it. I worry about depth a little bit, worry about depth, but I do think this team will be, and I do agree that his guard play is pretty fucking good. Uh, Mac, your thoughts on the pirates. Yeah. Uh, year two of the Shaheen Holloway era um, showed flashes last year. I mean, for example, they, they beat Yukon. Uh, they, they were feisty at home. I expect them definitely to, uh, to uh, take a leap this year. I, I, I like the guard play. Like I said, I think that they're going to start uh, replicating exactly what Sheen Holloway was a dog himself when he played. Um I'm with you. I kind of, I kind of look at this team as a first four in, or, or sorry, last four in team or uh, last four buys team. I think they're going to be around that nine to eleven range in in March Madness. So I like them as a tournament team as well. Uh, yeah, it's going to be fun to watch, man. Noah, what what do you make of them? I think this is the most slept on Big East team. And saying that, I do think that, or I I don't think that the Pirates will challenge for a conference title. But Shaheen Holloway is the man, and he has four Big East seniors in his projected starting five that all averaged 18 or more minutes last year with nine or more points. Um, I think the one question mark on this roster, um, just like who was it? Was it uh, Providence? Their center, uh, Hutchins Everett, comes in from Austin P. Big step up from a son yeah. to the Big yep. East. Yeah, um, yeah. Holloway's defense though, it, it's going to be, it's going to be there night, night in and night out, giving Seton Hall a chance to win on any given day. I think offensively, this team is going to go as far as Kadari Richmond can take them, whether that's a ninth place finish in the big East or a top five seed in the conference tourney and a ticket to the big dance. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, big East is awesome. I can't wait. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be a bloodbath. This, this league. <laughs> I mean, this is fantastic. Yeah. And look, so speaking of fantastic, oh, the America's team next year, Woo-hoo. this, this is uh this is also uh, let me correct this buddy. 
because the banner is incorrect. It is uh just do S T S T Johns. Um, uh, Rick slick. Rick is back. What if I told you <laughs> that I got St. John's winning the big East regular season? I wouldn't hate it. I'd say you're a little high, but I could see it happening. Slick Rick is the best coach in this conference, man. Yeah. Slick Rick is going to prove it. Slick There's a Rick. lot of good coaches with some good rosters in this conference. Slick Rick is going to prove it. He <laughs> time is not on his side. And I think one more splash, one more, one more go, a couple more goes around the sun. Oh, you want to talk about must watch. You want to talk about must watch every single game. I am going to try to watch of St. John's because I love this story. I thought St. John's kept trying to do the, the ridiculous hire over the years, you know, when instead of trying well, to they hit a home run here too. Yeah. It's a short window though. I mean, the guy's like 70 fucking two years old, but I can't wait to watch this team. Everyone's gone. David Jones, Posh Alexander, Corbello, Montez Mathis, Adewusu, Raphael Pinzone, all of them gone. Omar Stanley, Kobe King store. The only one he retained is Soriano, Joel Soriano. It's the only one he really retained. If you remember Colorado football, just picture that transfer portal situation here. It is just a mass exodus. You can't and a mass give the keys to this good of a coach and say, go pick your players. <laughs> this is the difference. This yeah. is the difference. Like it, it would have been so interesting to see Dean Smith's and coach, even coach K dipped out before the portal really went fucking crazy. Like hey, some of your greatest coaches ever. I mean, I thought we were going to get it this year with hugs. Yeah. But you know, that shit didn't work out, but like there's some, you let great coaches go and say, I get this guy. I get this guy. Oh, I like this guy over here. Did he do that though? Like, I, I know what you're saying, but some of the transfers yeah. in, I, I don't Dude. necessarily think that's, that's it. They, he knows what he wants. Yeah. I mean, that's he, what I'm saying. I love his team. I, I, I agree, I, but I'm just saying, I don't know if he technically went and got the highest priced item. Oh, I'm not saying portal. highest price, but I'm saying like you let them have free agency <laughs> and it's essentially what the portal is. And it is, you're going to get him to go and get certain guys. I, I thought he did an unbelievable job. Uh, Jordan Dangle is the one that catches my eye the most, but he also brings in uh Jenkins from his own school. Iona that guard tandem, I think is going to be very, very tough to beat in the big East. Uh, he also brings RJ Luis in from UMass with Frank Martin. Oh, they, they know how to coach defense. Frank Martin knows how to coach defense. Oh, yeah. uh, going out and getting a VMI transfer is appealing. Makes me wonder a little bit. Sean Conway is still waiting on a waiver. That's something that we should monitor here with this team. Because the NCAA started to, you saw it with with football lately. They started to be a little more, you know, a little tougher on the waivers. So that could potentially, you know, hurt this team. They also bring uh, Aline from uh, UConn slash Virginia Tech. Um, Glenn Taylor from Oregon State. I was impressed with him when I watched the Beavs last year. I'm sorry, this team is going to be really good. I think. I really do. Harvard brings in Chris Ledlam from Harvard. I'm telling you, don't 
think you're going <laughs> to run one past slick Rick. All right. <laughs> Love this guy. He knows how to fucking recruit. Here's a bunch of prostitutes. Let's play fucking basketball. All right. Uh, I honestly think uh, look, you said Marquette's going to have a bullseye. Obviously Yukon's going to have the bullseye. St. John's is winning the big East. Let's go regular <laughs> season, regular season. They're winning it. Mac, talk to me about this team. So I, I I'm with you. I, I love this team. I think they're going to start, start hot, just like UConn did last year. And I think they're going to hit a wall in, in the big East. I think the big East gauntlet's going to wear them down. I got them in the middle of the pack, but we all know how Patino is in March. I think this team goes on a run in the, in the madness. So I got them in the middle of the pack of a gauntlet of the big East, but that doesn't mean they can't go on a run once we get to March, but middle of the pack. I will bet you, I will personally bet you a shit ton of money that they will not finish middle of the pack. I will, I will consider middle of the pack. Yeah. There's 11 teams. Yes. I would say, yeah, (laughs) I will guarantee a top four finish. I will guarantee. We'll see, I will, <laughs> and you can take that to the bank, folks. <laughs> Noah, what do you make of St. John's? I'm making a lot of faces over here because I think when it comes to St. John's, two things can be true here. One, Pit, Rick Patino is currently active, the best basketball coach in all of the land. No, NBA but he, and, no, no, but he is, but he is the best coach in this conference. <laughs> uh, that's what I he said. I'm not even talking about active. looking at the wins. I'm talking about like. Do I, if you gave him every roster, if everyone had the same roster, Rick Pitino would beat, would beat everybody. I'm giving you that. I, I'm saying he is the best coach in all of the land, currently active in NBA or college. He could definitely lead this team to a top four finish in the Big East NCAA tournament run 100%. I wouldn't be surprised. But like I said, two things are true. That second thing, I don't think this is an upper echelon Big East roster. Jordan Bet Dingle me. and Chris Ledlam are Ivy League transfers. Bet and me. Dennis Jenkins, Cruz Davis, and Sadiko Ayu, they come over from Iona, who didn't even win the MAAC regular season how, title. How did, let me ask you something. How did Princeton do last year? I'm I'm saying he, Rick Pitino, the best coach in all of the land, didn't even win the MAAC last year. Yeah, he okay. won the tournament title. Uh, didn't like their the best player, season. one of their best players got injured. Was, yeah, I middle mean, of the pack. injuries, injuries, injuries. We're talking about a, a, a roster well, that I don't think is up to snuff in the rest. Oh, of the you're year. crazy! You're crazy! First, Let's go! Let's go! First, first, I'll bet you a first round in Vegas uh, when we get there for the badness uh, that they do I'm, not finish in the top four. I'll give yeah, you that one. I'm I'll right go in on that. Let's go! Yeah. Both bet me. Six. Bet me. Oh, Let's all go. fucking day. Let's go! You're gonna look like a fucking is. fool. You're gonna look like a fucking fool. Uh, all right. Let's go. Him? Where do you have him finishing? I th- I think fifth. I think that's where I'm looking, but I I, I don't think they're going to get in the top four. They're no, going to lose to West Virginia. I know that. Either. No, where are you guys yeah. finishing? <laughs> I said sixth. I don't Ooh. think they're a top four team in the Big East. We're betting. We're betting. We're, we're <laughs> yeah, fucking betting. There you go. <laughs> you are underestimating. You are you if, are wrong. You are just flat it, out wrong. Vegas this March. We're doing a round or two for the. Do you realize spot. how lit I, their I home stadiums are going to be? They're going to go in there to the garden and they're going to lose. I'm telling you this. He has the city. He has the city. This is going oh, to be 100%, yeah. 100% they're bought in. And I think they're delusionally bought in. I, 
Uh, how do you, how's Dion working out of Colorado, huh? Well, he's 0 and 2 in league yeah. play. I mean, we're, <laughs> we're he also played the, the two teams that spend a hundred million dollars on football. He are, yeah. uh, Dion's gonna. Who do they play this week? He's gonna hit their over this week, I think. Yep. yep. And then that's a that's a great season in my eyes. I I don't think the bar should be set Big East title for St. John's this year. Oh, watch it. We're wagering. We're betting. We are betting. We are betting. I guarantee you a top four finish. I guarantee you. I guarantee you a top four finish. All right, let's go. There you go. We got a clip. Let's go. Yeah, the end of the show with the rankings is going to be very fun with our top four. Let's go. Uh, All right, let's move along to uh, the Villanova Wildcats. Who? They're in my top four too. They're good. Uh, I think this is the year. Neptune, year one, tough growing pains. Caleb Daniels, Cam Whitmore, Brandon Slater, all good players gone. But man, did I think they did a fucking unbelievable job in the portal. I thought underrated portal gets for, uh, for, for the wildcats. Um, a, they return Eric Dixon and Justin Moore. I also thought some of the other young players that we got to see a year ago um, should have fans super excited. Um, Tyler Burton, who's like in a 75th year of college basketball from Richmond was a very good get. But I'm really excited for TJ Bamba because I think he can play. I think with the right coaching, he could be a really good player. Hakeem Hart also comes in from Maryland. Same with Lance Ware from Kentucky. I think this is one of the deepest teams in the conference. And I think this is the year they make the big jump. I love this Villanova team. Mac, talk to me about the Wildcats. Yeah, grow, growing pains for uh, Kyle Neptune in year number one, but they were they were really hurt. So I I, I love this as a bounce back team here. I got them in my top four as well. Um, I love Villanova this year. Love the depth. Love how old they are. Like you said, Burden, he he played at Richmond. He's like the perfect Villanova guy to go with Dixon, Hart, and more. I mean, this 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 is a good basketball team. And they were a different team with Justin Moore in the lineup. Yeah. Yeah. Noah, what do you make of these wild cats? Let me play a little song first. What are you doing here, buddy? Dude, I'm super high on this team too. And I think they have the best depth in all of the conference. The entire roster bar none, I think is number one. Um, And we saw last year, Justin Moore meant so much to this team. He comes back in February and this team goes on a huge run February, March probably could have beaten UConn had UConn not stumbled into the big East tournament as well. And that probably kept Villanova out of the big dance. However, I mean, I think this team is the one flying under the radar. We mentioned it for, I think Creighton. I think it's this one. Everybody's talking about Marquette. Everybody's talking about UConn. Everybody's talking about Creighton. I think they're forgetting about Villanova. I think this team's really damn good this year. I'm on board all the way on board. You'll see it in a minute here, but final team to talk about is the Xavier uh, Musketeers, man. It sucks. What happened to them? Yeah. You guys caught up to speed on the injuries with Zach Fremantle and Jerome Hunter. Yeah. 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 They're banged up. Yeah. They would be contending for a big East regular season championship. If they had those guys both injured in the off season. And I think both out for the year. Is that official? Uh, I know Fremantle is. Yeah, I don't know about Hunter. 
Yeah, I saw indefinitely. Uh, let me, I'm checking Hunter right now, but I knew he, they're not going to be there anytime Dude, soon. Those are gigantic hits. Gigantic yeah. hits for the Musketeers. Ah, uh, they and uh, Sule Boom's gone. Colby Jones gone. Jack Nunge gone. Conkle Adam Conkle that is gone. Man, they went out in the portal. I will say, getting a what's his name, Quincy Olivari from Rice. That guy can play, and Davion McKnight from Western Kentucky can play too. Like they brought in some nice transfers. Uh, Usamane from North Texas was a stud, but the rest of those injuries, that just kind of writes the season for me. Like if you're a Xavier fan, I know like, okay, you got a big, you got a nice freshman class coming in because Sean Miller can do that. But oh, what this team could be so good if they had Fremantle and Hunter. Like I really feel like this team could be really good if they had those guys. I I think they're gonna flirt around making the NCAA tournament. They're gonna be on the bubble. But damn, what could have been in Cincinnati there, Mac? What do you make of the Musketeers? Um, I mean, I I think Sean Miller will still grind out wins, but like you said, uh, the injuries, um, to Fremantle, Hunter. I mean, they, it's it's gonna be hard um for this team to overcome that. But at the same time, Sean Miller does bring in a uh, good solid group. I think they'll finish kind of in that six to nine range. I I, I think they're able to piece things together. Um, But I mean, like you said, if they had all their pieces, they'd be at the top of the big East. Yeah. 100%. It's a shame. That's a shame because the big East would have been so much better. Noah, what do you make of these musketeers? Yeah, I'm just going to retweet a lot of what you guys said and just say, looking on the bench, there's not much better. Um, they're all underclassmen, and Logan Duncombe from Indiana is still waiting on a waiver. So it's it's really rough. Um, I don't know how else to put it. Yeah, and uh, mm, yeah. All right. Well, look. Let's get to our projections because. We'll see what I think of Xavier and the rest of the Big East, and we'll see how wrong you fucking clowns are. All right. Uh, look at number eleven. I think we can all agree that we have the Blue Demons of DePaul. Yeah. Mac. Yes. You said yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. At number Sorry, ten. Now my list. At number ten, I got the Georgetown Hoyas. Mac. I got Providence. A lot, a lot of unknown. I'm going Providence as a uh, step down year. I've Butler. Wow. I like this <laughs> at number nine. I have Providence. Who do you have at number nine, Mac? Ed Cooley and the Hoyas. So I got Cooley uh, and Georgetown beating Providence. <laughs> uh, Noah, who do you have at nine? Nine. I have Georgetown. Can we do like the top six all uh, like Ours rattle off in a row for a clip. Sure, sure. All right, let's let's do it this way until the top six. Okay. At number eight, I have the Butler Bulldogs. Mac, God damn it, we got the same team. There we go. Go that <laughs> bottom, baby. <laughs> Noah, who do you got at number eight? Number eight, I unfortunately have Xavier. I think it was going to be a great season, but I think they lost their two most important players. Mm-hmm. They're my number seven, the Xavier Musketeers. Mac, who's your number seven? Seeing eye to eye again, I got uh, Sean Miller and the Xavier Musketeers. Noah, I've I've Providence. Okay, so now you want me to just rattle off six to one, right? Rattle off six through one. 
So we all have the same top six, right? Correct. Yeah. All, yeah. All, there's a clear top six here. Yeah. This is regular season only, guys. Yes. At number six, <laughs> I have Seton Hall. At number five, I have Creighton. At number four, I have Marquette. At number three, I have Yukon. At number two, I have Villanova. At number one, I have St. John's. Let's fucking go. Slick Rick is back, baby. Uh, I don't, I don't buy into this Creighton's athleticism is going to burn them this year. Yeah. Let's go. All right. Uh, Mac, talk to me. Your top six fire away. Uh, Yeah. I got Shaheen Holloway at number six. I got your Johnny's outside of uh, the top four. So you're going to owe me a drink. Uh, Blasphemy. Slick Rick finishes fifth. I got a uh, Kyle Neptune in, in the Villanova Wildcats at four. Creighton, I'm trusted the culture there. I still love this team at number three. Marquette does not repeat at number two. UConn, uh, the stand, this program's at a different standard right now. They win <laughs> the, the chalk regular in season. the air. <laughs> the chalk but in the air, Noah. I got Slick Rick winning the Big East tournament at oh, the Garden. Way go. to save yourself. <laughs> way to save yourself there. You got to play it up and then boom. Drop the hand. <laughs> uh, Noah, give me your top six. So, not that Colby wasn't kind enough to buy a lot of our drinks last year in Vegas. I got St. John's at six. Number Ooh. five, Seton Hall. UConn at four. Three, Creighton. Two, Villanova. And number one, back to back regular season champions, the Marquette Golden Eagles. Ooh. Oh, I love this parody. We're all over the place, guys. This is all fantastic. Over the place. I can't the wait. Big to, East is the best conference in the I world. I can't wait to prove you bozos wrong. All right. <laughs> and and uh, so hold on. So in the, the biggest tournament is at MSG, right? Yeah. But I think Patino gets beat in the in the Big East tournament. I actually have uh, I have Nova winning the Big East tournament. I like it. Who I have Villanova ha- winning the Big East yeah. tournament too. Uh, who is the surprise team this year? I think for mine, it's pretty fucking obvious. The, it's the John, <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's the it's St. John's. Um, Noah, who's your it, surprise team? My surprise team, Seton Hall. Mac, if you had if you had to choose a team between seven and eleven that could jump into the top five, I would say. I actually think it's Butler. I was going to say Butler because of Thad Mod in year number two. Yeah. You guys can't go down this well again, dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're doubling down, baby. It was <laughs> year one. It was year one, man. Like year one, that that's very common for a lot of good coaches. Year one, you struggle. So, uh, but, but, but not, not when you're slick, Rick. All right. But uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, who, who's uh, your surprise team? I mean, I, I, I guess we already named a surprise team. Who's your disappointment then? I I don't Creighton. know. Who, Creighton for I, me. Uh, Providence. I had Providence at ten. That would be a disappointment. I mean, I have them at nine. Is that a disappointment? I th- I gotta think so. I mean, they still have Bryce Hopkins. I don't. My bottom of the rankings are kind of chalky. I have DePaul eleven, Butler ten, Georgetown nine, Xavier eight. I don't think any of those teams that they finish there are disappointments. So this one's kind of tough for me. I don't think it's going to fit, but I'll take UConn because I have them fourth in the Big East. Yeah, I have not So Marquette being fourth would be a disappointment. Yes, one hundred percent. Okay, so that's my play then. Even though I think they're good. There you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's just life in the Big East, folks. This is the college basketball experience. We're going to do. We do this for all the fucking conferences. We already have the A10, the ACC. American East, Atlantic Sun. Go listen to all of those. We got the Big Sky on deck tomorrow, which, I, by the way. 
pending. I also am going to the dentist. So uh, <laughs> we'll see about. Can the I no- just say this, boys? Yeah. Like, I think this one is the best one we've done so far. Yeah, this one was very fun. Yeah, but I I am going to the dentist. So pending uh, my Novocaine situation, uh, we will. Uh, but no, we'll, we'll we'll get in the big sky tomorrow at some point, even if I can't talk, you guys might just have to host it. And I just sit there and go Montana. But next, next week, we're going to do the big 12. It's the big 12 as Dan Hawkins said, shout out to the chat. And remember you can watch this youtube.com slash the college experience, but regardless, subscribe to the college basketball experience because every single night of the season, we will be here talking hoops. It's going to be fantastic. We've done this shit for years. So subscribe, shout out to Timothy green and company. Um, yeah, subscribe. We're, we're when the season tips every single night of the season, and we're going to get every 30, all 31 previews done by November 6th. Cause we have an episode November 5th where we're talking about yep. the games on the sixth. Check us out folks. And uh, yeah, give everyone a follow here. Noah's on Twitter at Noah B 77 underscore. He changes <laughs> fucking, he changes his Twitter handle and I can never remember it. Uh, Moneyline max on Twitter at Moneyline underscore Mac. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D the college basketball experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Give us a follow folks. Also check us out on Instagram. Also check us out on what's that new shit called again. It's like Instagram. Noah Threads. TikTok. Yeah. TikTok. There we go. <laughs> and, and threads. I don't even know if we're on threads, but maybe um, yeah, I don't know. Check us no. out. Check us out in the world. I'll be at your local gymnasium. Um, uh, also, like I said, Twitter, Twitter, or <laughs> Jesus, I'm fucking, I've been talking for like eight hours, YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. I also host the college football experience, the FCS college football experience, the college baseball experience with Noah Beanick there. He's got the baseball. He's already throwing heat at the wall. All right. And also check out the big 12 experience with Moneyline Mac and friends. It's fantastic. And uh, he also hosts the Ryan and Russ show, which you should check out as well. Um, folks, check out the sports gambling podcast. They're live on VEASAN. That is a network on YouTube TV. All right. If you get the NFL package, you have VEASAN, VSIN. It's Brent Musburger's network. He's caught a lot of big time college basketball games and college football games. Check it out. Sports gambling podcast going live from there every single Friday night, nine o'clock Pacific, 12 a.m. Eastern. And Sports Gambling Podcast will be live here in the studio in about 40 minutes. So check it out, folks. All right. Until next time, this is the College Basketball Experience. You better start. And then, hey, Big Sky tomorrow. Did I say that? Did I say that? Yes. Okay. I wasn't sure if I said that or not. But uh, yeah, check it all out, folks. Until next time, this is the College Basketball Experience, Big East style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Get ripped apart. Save the cookie cutter mother for 106 apart. Huh? Guzzle your liquor while I sip your heart. You never dumb it down, dog. If you're smart, I throw out a couple of lines. Biters are quick to cross. This you give on a dick to lie. Piss you off. It goes tits and bras, lips and jaws. I use my common sense to see the bitch and all. Good thing you got the market corner. Kids and malls. Grip the rag carpet as you slip and fall off. Another career spear. Thanks for trying to block. You get an A for effort and an effort. Shut the fuck up. Here's a hint. 
Put down the mic, you catch a glimpse And keep them eyes wide when you see me Mike's I see them So when you see him You got a good reason to look Catch a glimpse Cause I'm genuinely involved Beyond gathering names to build up my money list You decide friendships and pounds and suicide and bloody risk Come equipped or leave empty handed They don't call me C's for nothing See the camera? Smile, click Here comes the picture You act like a child Manhood don't fit ya I'll break your whole style Down to a bumper sticker I never need a gun to lift ya Here's a hint Put down the mic and catch a glimpse And keep them eyes wide when you see me Mike's I sees them, so when you see him, you got a good reason to look. 